Let, let the church say amen. amen. From the book of Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles. Chapter 5. Second Chronicles chapter 5. We begin our reading at verse 13. 2 Chronicles chapter 5, beginning at verse 13. These are the words that you will find there. It came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted their voices with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, praise the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then... The house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest, <clears throat> the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Amen. I want to talk for a few minutes from this subject when glory fills the house. I believe that as we end this church anniversary that should continually be our prayer that the glory of God will continually fill this place. Not only fill this place that he will fill all of us we are the church. That Spirit of God will fill this house. This text carries us back, causes us to take, take a look at the children of Israel, God's chosen people who really didn't at that time understand a whole lot about God. They were a learning people. They were still learning about who God is. People who were not only learned of the great Jehovah God, of their forefathers, but they were people who little by little were learning how to trust God. You remember how timid they were in the beginning when God began to do things for them, how timid they were to follow this man called Moses who claimed to have been sent by God. How they have, how, how they have this own and off again relationship even with Moses. One moment they loved him, the next minute they wanted to kill him. They, 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 they were having a hard time with this relationship with this new, but, but more and more they changed their minds 
as they saw more things happening that could only be attributed to the mighty hand of God. They, they, they saw incredible things. They, they heard this incredible story about Moses and his life. Baby was born and put in a basket and floated down the river and ended up in the palace. Nobody but God. There were the plagues, there were the plagues, and these plagues kept coming, and somehow these plagues that kept coming changed Pharaoh's mind, and Pharaoh let them go. There got to be a God somewhere. That was the opening of the Red Sea. But one of the greatest assurances that they had, one of the greatest assurances and constant assurances they had was they noticed that there was always this cloud that was with them. No matter where they went, no matter where they moved, there was always a cloud that was hanging over them. Exodus 13, 21 says that the Lord went before them day by day in a pillar of cloud. Yeah, that, that cloud, he led them from a pillar of cloud. Somehow, somehow they got used to that cloud. That cloud was always with them. Whether yeah, anytime wonderful things were happening, they always noticed the cloud was always there. The cloud was ever present. It was with them before the Red Sea. It was with them when they crossed the Red Sea. Even as they wandered around in the wilderness, the cloud was always there. They watched this mysterious cloud one time hoovering over Mount Sinai and they even heard the voice of God crying out of that cloud. One occasion, one occasion, that mysterious cloud moved between their camp and the enemy camp and it served as light to them but at the same time it was darkness to the enemy. There was something special about this cloud. And Moses finished building the tabernacle in the book of Exodus 40. He finished the tabernacle, and after he finished the tabernacle, the Bible says the cloud just hoovered over the tabernacle. Because this cloud, because this cloud was always with them, because everywhere they went, the cloud was there. This cloud became known as a visible symbol of the presence or the glory of God. They call it the Shekinah cloud, the Shekinah glory, God's Shekinah cloud and his Shekinah glory. Matter of fact, truth of the matter is they watched so much of this cloud, the children of Israel never wanted to see an uncloudy day. They got used to that cloud. They, they wanted to see, know that the cloud was always there. So in the text, today, Solomon had just completed the construction of the temple. All this time, yeah, this is a permanent house of God. First Kings 6 tells us about how elaborate this thing was. He finished the temple all the time in the wilderness. They'd been wandering around in the wilderness with a tabernacle. They had to put it, put it down, take it up, take it down and move it and put it down. But now Solomon has finished a permanent house of worship. It tells us how elaborate this building was. It had 
400, it been, been had it been 480 years since Egyptian they 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 they, come, they left Egypt and now they've never been in a permanent house of worship and now the temple is complete. Solomon has finished it and now they're getting ready for the dedication of their new church house, their new building. Here, they're, they're getting ready for the opening ceremony. The dedication committee had, had outdone themselves, got a brand new church house. and ain't ever had one before. The dedication committee, yet no stern, stone had been left unturned. They planned for this to be a great occasion and the choir and all of the officers were going to process in. All of the right songs were selected. The priests were in their robes and ready. Everything was perfect. Ceremony started. Priests came out. They were getting ready to do the call to worship. Choir had already marched in, started singing in their loud voices, sing till the power of the Lord come down. Everything was working just like it was supposed to work. But all at once, all at once, something happened. Something happened that wasn't on the program. I don't really believe you. You're really having church until something happened that ain't on the program. That's, yeah, something happened that wasn't on the program. That cloud, you remember that? That cloud that had been hoovering over everything. That cloud that they got used to being on the outside. That cloud that had been going with them. That's a kind of cloud. The seed of God cloud. The Bible says that this time, the cloud didn't just appear. The cloud didn't just hoover over the building. But this time, the cloud came inside. Y'all hear me? Left the sky, came on inside. Are y'all hear me? The cloud, God cloud, Shekinah cloud, came inside the building. Can you imagine God showing up in the yeah, showed up in the building. Not only did he show up in there, Bible says he filled. Are y'all hearing me? The cloud filled the house. How, how bad was it? It was so much that the ministers could not even function. Are y'all hearing me? Because of the cloud. The minister was overwhelmed according to the word of God. Why? Because the glory of the Lord had filled the house. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, can you imagine seeing and experiencing the glory of the Lord filling every corner of this sanctuary. And you imagine what it must be to have God's glory fill every corner. This is the experience, my brothers and sisters, that every church ought to be seeking. We show up in here on Sunday. We are, yeah, we, we, we ought to be just hoping and praying that the Holy Ghost, that the cloud will fill every, every corner of the house. 
But, but, but before, before we sit down, I need to check scripture. And you'll find that this experience didn't just happen out of nowhere. Here's where I want to get to it. He doesn't just show up because you're here. <laughs> he doesn't just show up because you have decided to grace him with your presence today. There were some things that had to take place. There were some things that had to take place in the planning to set God's house in order for God to show up. Let's take a moment. Check what they did ahead of time to make this thing happen. First thing, chapter 5, verse 1, says that the sacred memories were recalled. This is getting ready for it now. Sacred memories were recalled. Are you hearing this? No, note now, it was Solomon who finished the temple. It was Solomon who was the senior pastor on the day of the opening ceremony. But look at what he did. He went back and brought in some of the old stuff of David, the former pastor. Are y'all hearing me? He, he, went in and, and he, he, he went in and brought, brought in some of the things that his, yeah, 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 that, that old stuff, some of the relics and some of the things. He brought them into the, are y'all hearing me? I'm going somewhere. We're, we're celebrating history right now. We're, we're celebrating history. And I, we, we can't sit around here acting like all of this started with us. Are y'all hearing me? We, we can't sit around with our chest out looking at what we got and what's going on and, and act like nothing happened until we got here. We got to remember that God was using somebody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are y'all hearing me? Yes, 185 years ago, God was using somebody before we were ever thought about. My brothers and sisters, worship becomes shallow when it is limited to what God is doing right now. now you you want to see a shallow worship service? You, you just thank God for what he's doing now. Yeah, yeah. In order, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, 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 we do thank God and we bless his name for what he's doing right now. But the thing that adds depth to our praise is when we acknowledge, when we acknowledge the fact that it did not start with us, that God has been working a long time yes, to get us to where we are. That God was God. We got to acknowledge that God was God before we got here. Are y'all hearing me? And, and I'm not the first person to be blessed by God. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, part of my blessing is that I'm standing on the shoulders of somebody else. Part of my blessing is that I know that just like he blessed C.B. Reeves and just like he, he blessed Pastor Shara, yeah, he'll do the same thing for me. That's part of my blessing. Don't downplay history. Don't downplay history. We, we're losing it because we don't even like our own history. Yeah, don't, don't downplay history. God has blessed this church. God has blessed his church. 80, 185 years ago, God moved on the heart of a slave owner. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Don't, don't, don't downplay that. 
God had you in mind when he did that. Celebrate. History. You see, Solomon brought the things of David. He brought the things of David in so, so that they would be reminded of the goodness of God. How God had been with them in times past. Yeah, yeah. He, he brought in some stuff that was think that that were things that would cause them to just to begin be thankful under God. You see, you want to see the glory of God fill the house, you let the house fill up with grateful folk. You want to have some church. What have some church? You let the house fill up with with grateful folk. Are y'all hearing folk who really know that it was God who brought them? Is there anybody here? Yeah, you want to have church. You let the church fill up with folk who know that it was nobody but the Lord. Folk who realize that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, you want to have some church. You let the church fill up with folk who are grateful. David David said said it like this. He says, uh, yeah, 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 you ought to enter into the gates with thanksgiving. And in his courts, with praise, get it, get it. Now you ought to enter. Y'all not wait till you get up in here. And I, I gotta lose my voice, and the choir gotta sing themselves crazy trying to get. Now you ought to enter with that. You ought to enter in this. You ought to enter in this gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. I figured it out. Ain't much praise going on in the courts unless there's some 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 thanksgiving going on in the parking lot. You ought to be so busy thanking God on your way here that by the time you get here, you ought to be on fire. Then second thing, verse 6 says, God's claims were recognized. Talking about how what, what it takes to get the glory of the Lord. God's claims were recognized. Let me say it another way so we can understand it. They brought their offering. Keep on shouting. Keep on shouting. Don't stop. Don't stop. They, they brought their sacrifices. They brought their offerings. They, they gave. Read it closely. You see that they brought so much stuff that they couldn't even count it. They brought so much that they couldn't even, couldn't even count it. Brothers and sisters, I... To see a day when we mature to the point where the finance committee comes to me and says, Pastor, I'm sorry. We just can't, we we can't count all this. Oh, to see a day like that when when we can't even count. Folk have been so grateful they brought. I want to show you, my brothers, just to show you that the way you give affects the way you worship. I say the way you give affects the way you, you can't shout and pull off a robbery at the same time. <laughs> Are y'all hear me? Will a man rob God? You can't shout and pull off a robbery at the same time. You all have heard me say this before. That's why you have to be careful in the church parking lot. You get run over out there because folk are driving getaway cars. (laughs) 
They just pulled off a robbery and you got to be careful. They trying to get. <laughs> third thing, third thing, third thing that, that they did for glory to fill the house. Verse 9 says, divine law was enthroned. They brought in the Ark of the Covenant. Now, the Ark of the Covenant was a visible symbol of the presence of God. And the Ark of the Covenant was always at the center of all of their activity. Whenever they moved, whenever they moved, even before the, the, the temple was built, whenever they moved, the ark went before them. Whenever they worshiped, whenever they worshiped, the ark was at the center of it. God has always got to be center. Are y'all hearing me? Everything we do in the church, God must be at the center of all that we do. But then you got to know that the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of the Covenant, it contained inside of it was the Word of God. Are y'all hearing this? My brothers and sisters, yeah, yeah, I got to tell you that I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned about this modern day craze and obsession with the Holy Ghost. Don't get quiet. I'm going to clean it up. I, I'm, I get a little concerned about all of this craze about the Holy Ghost. Churches and ministers sprouting up everywhere full of the Holy Ghost and no word. Are y'all hear me? Full of the Holy Ghost and no, man, believe me, please hear me, please hear me. I have no problem with the Holy Ghost. I love the Holy Ghost. I love him. I love his presence. I operate in him. He, he's with me everywhere I go, but there can be no separation of the Holy Ghost and the word of God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm trying to teach you here. You can't celebrate. You can't separate the word of God and the Holy Ghost. And it gets a little concerning when you see folk with all this Holy Ghost and don't know nothing about the word. They work. Together, we've got to get back to the word of God. Oh, my brothers and sisters, you're playing it just right and prepare for his arrival. If you will remember where God has brought you from, if you'll learn, if you'll learn that worship is never what it ought to be until I bring my offering, if you will learn and then if you'll always make sure that God and his word is at the center of everything you do. I got some good news for you. He'll show up. I wonder if I got a witness up in here. He will show up and he'll show up as a sign of his pleasure. He'll show up as a, as, as a sign of his acceptance of your worship. And don't fool yourself. If you make preparations for him, he will show up. If you set your house in order, I wonder if I got a witness here. He will show up, but he'll show up. But not only will he show up, he will fill this house. He will fill this house. Well, how does that work, Pastor, in the New Testament church? Well, let me tell you this. Yeah, here's the good news. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like he will fill this house, if you do those principles, he'll fill this house. 
Are y'all hearing me? You do know that your house, this, this house is the temple. This is the temple of, and if you, you, you do these things, God will fill this house. Where it says that the priest came out of the holy place and started service and the people began to praise the Lord saying, for he is good. For he is good and his mercy endures forever. And it's during that time that the cloud began to fill the house. It's that time that worship began to break up. And don't fool yourself, my brothers and sisters, if you're playing for him, he will show up. Are y'all hearing me? And I got good news for you. When he shows up, things begin to change. When he shows up, things begin to happen. When he shows up, burdens are lifted. When he shows up, strongholds are torn down. When he shows up, Chains fall off when he shows up. Attitudes get better. Are y'all hearing me? I'm trying to tell you that you get ready for him. Yeah, set your house in order. Yes, and he will show up. Yeah, y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, and I know I'm right about it uh, because I can feel him right now. Yeah. I know that even in the house right now, yeah, there is a God uh, who rules earth and heaven. Uh, and if you get ready for him, uh, he's always ready for you. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, oh, when I think about yeah, I sit here in my pew, yeah, when I stand right here, yeah, and I think about all of his goodness uh, and how good God has been to me. Yeah. When I think about uh, how he brought me out of the red clay hills of Georgia, yeah, planting my feet right here, yeah. When I think about, uh, are y'all hearing me? Uh, when I think about uh, how you picked me up, uh, turned me around, planting my feet uh, on a solid ground, yeah. When I think about uh, how you gave his only begotten son yeah, to die in my place, uh, but I thank God uh, that he died, uh, but he ain't dead, yeah. Because early Sunday morning, yeah, he got up uh, with all power in his hands. Yes, yes. Do I have a witness in the house? Yeah. He will, uh, he will show up. Yeah. He'll show up in your life. There is a God. There is a God. There's a God who rules earth and heaven. And if we prepare for him, we prepare for him. I guarantee he will show up. Not only in this building, he'll show up in your situation. Right, right now, if, you, if you'll just do what you need to do, he'll show up in the midst of any situation you're in right now and turn it all around. If you're here, here today unsaved, let me invite you now to become a part of the family of God Word of God says, if thou will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're here right now, let me just give you the opportunity to become a part of the community of the redeemed. 
Jesus, keep me near the cross. There a precious fountain and the freedom of all, a healing stream. Yes, yes. Jesus, keep me.